1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Broadcasting live from the Masters Heating and Cooling Studios, this is WKJG 1380 AM, 100.9 FM, Fort Wayne, Indiana. The Fan, live, local, and talking about the teams that matter to you. This is Talkin' Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Brought to you by Automotive Color and Supply. Good morning and welcome to Talkin' Sports for a Saturday, September 11th, 2021. Welcome in, along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net. I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks. For tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts till the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Uh, if you have a question, comment, opinion, rant, suggestion, uh, just plain don't care for either one of us. Well, th- don't text us that. Oh, I mean, the wives are now furiously texting in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're, we're sensitive souls here. So, uh, yeah, it, you know, but if, if it's something uh, regarding local sports, hey, uh, give us a text at the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862-46862. Put TS at the front of your message, if you will, please. We would appreciate it. And uh, September 11th, okay, we had the 20-year anniversary uh we, we'd be remiss if we didn't uh, talk uh, just briefly about this. And, and Justin, where were you when you heard? I was actually in bed uh, as a college kid, new college kid, two, three weeks in, maybe, if that. And um, my dad came in and said, um, America is under attack. That's what I vividly remember my dad saying. And Ended up not going to class that day, watched uh, TV all day, and um, it's still surreal even uh, 20 years later. And, you know, it's interesting now because my son now at 11 years old is kind of understanding what it means. Like, he knew what 9-11 was, but Mm -hmm. really wasn't, uh, you know, didn't really understand the full effects. And, you know, they watch uh, every day, they watch, you know, 10-minute news that's – designed for students, middle school students. It's a, uh, you know, nationwide thing, and they watch it. And, you know, he was talking about it yesterday because they watched something on, on 9-11. And, you know, it's, it's finally starting to resonate and really, you know, the the importance of it and, and exactly what happened. So it's uh, it's it's finally starting to to, to, um, to see, sink in with him, and that gives me kind of a different perspective on what it means. Well, and, and it's interesting, I mean, just that you said that, it's very intriguing to me that it was 20 years ago, but this is something for your son that said, my dad lived through it, but I didn't. And right. it just seems like yesterday at times with just the vivid, uh, you know, just visualizations of what happened. Oh, my goodness. You know, uh, myself, I was uh, walking into the downtown Hilton for a Federated Media Sales Seminar. And I walked in there, and I just heard on the news just uh, on my commute that a, a plane had hit the World Trade Center. Once again, I was thinking maybe a little Cessna, Piper Cub, something like sure. that uh, hit a building. Oh, you know, and, and that was – and then to see what uh, was unfolding in front of me was, was incredible. We uh, tried to get the seminar started. Obviously, uh, there were uh, – that was not the focal point anymore. So myself and two others just 
wandered. I mean, just and wandered over to the cathedral and just went in and sat inside the church. And others were coming in there too, who just in in complete silence came in and just it sprinkled about the the church. Would would go into a pew and and sit and reflect and just wonder what's happening. Yeah, it was it was incredible, but. Uh, it's it's one of those things that um, those that have lived through it will never, never yeah, forget. Yeah, never forget. I read a fascinating article this week, too, on uh, the importance of, of Flight 93 and everything that happened with that and what could have been, which, you know, the, the destination of that plane um, was the Capitol building. And a what if on if that plane, Flight 93, had crashed into the Capitol with all of the, um, you know, politicians and everything there and, and basically, you know, severed the head of of the nation's, you know, political of power. Our, yeah, of our democracy. Yeah, yeah and, just... and, you know, the, the attack on the World Trade Center was the financial, the Pentagon was the military, and the Flight 93 was supposed to sever the, you know, attack the democracy of the United States. So I truly don't, you know... We were, we were, you know, we, we recognize the, the people on Flight 93 as heroes, but I don't think we truly understand the ramifications of what could have happened if they had not done what they had done. And everything stopped, but it was sports that brought people back. And I, I can recall President Bush throwing out that first World Series pitch, too. Perfect to strike. Derek Jeter, yes. And, uh, and, and Derek Jeter, as they walked out, had, had one bit of advice for President Bush, and that was, don't bounce it. <laughs> and uh, he certainly didn't. So uh, that was uh, that was incredible to uh, to see that and, and to have sports come back and, and bring us back into, well, a normalcy that uh, we wouldn't see the likes of again. But uh, anyway, that was uh, September 11th. Also, before we get to our high school football week four scores, uh, I, I do want to mention uh, also the, the passing of, of a great man in this community, uh, or a little bit uh, midweek, uh, Sam Tallarico passed away uh, just shy of his 92nd birthday. Uh, Sam Tallarico, my first recollection of Mr. Tallarico was in uh, gym class at St. Jude's as um, a, a young first, second, or third grader. And uh, it was, uh, <laughs> he was just a giant of a man. His, his hands and, and fingers were just gigantic. But he was so caring and so good to the kids. And, uh, you know, through the years, I mean, you know, a husband, father, educator, coach, business owner, you know, he impacted more kids' lives through teaching and coaching than, than really anyone I can remember uh, his his decades long involvement in the Wildcat Baseball League is just just was one of those things that he was involved in, but uh, you know he was just w- larger than life. And I mean he he was an athlete at, at IU and could have gone pro except for some injuries. It, it just um, you know city council. You know he just uh, he was he was just somebody in this area in, in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Whether it was sports, whether it was business, whether it was uh, helping shape this community, uh, Sam Tallarico was indeed uh, instrumental in a lot of that. So uh, rest in peace, Mr. Tallarico. 
Uh, also, I uh, want to mention the third annual Dinner on the Diamond Picnic at the Plate at the World Baseball Academy is tonight starting at 5 o'clock. I bet you're going to be there, Justin. Uh, I may be. I have to take my son over to Queen of Angels. He's actually uh, selling popcorn with the Boy Scouts nice. tonight before and after Mass. So, Trails end? Yes. Yes. Of course. So, um, yeah, hopefully I, I get to make my way over there after that. Nice. And then, of course... Uh, and I get to co MC that tonight. Whoa. With Mr. Well, Glenn Marini. Maybe I'll have to change my mind about yeah, going. I, th- I think I'm more excited than Glenn Marini is excited to have me as his. <laughs> but uh, no, it should be a lot of fun tonight. Dinner on that, very casual and a great fundraiser for a great, great organization that does so much for this community. Caleb and Kristen Kimmel and in company. I uh, do so much for this community through the World Baseball Academy. And so it just it's an honor to be part of that tonight. Also tomorrow, uh, the Northeast Indiana Baseball Association Hall of Fame Banquet uh, takes place at five o'clock at Classic Cafe on Hillegas Road. Inductees, these are these are gentlemen that should have gone in last year, but uh, due to pandemic, uh, didn't. Northrop High School baseball coach Matt Brumbaugh uh uh, if if there's a Hall of Fame around here and he's not in it, it's wrong. So uh, we're 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 fixing that tomorrow. Uh, he will be uh, inducted, as will Mark Grove, a longtime Cherubusco High School baseball coach, and uh, and he's done so much for that uh, community uh, from a baseball perspective. And Caleb Kimmel are uh, the inductees, and then uh, we have posthumous honors to Tom Clements the longtime PA announcer at New Haven High School. He receives the Bob Parker Award. And then legendary official Tom Knox, a posthumous award, the Colin Lister Award for Tommy Knox, uh, one of my favorite umpires as I was growing up. And uh, very fair, very, uh, very good, very uh, uh, casual. Uh, he was never stressed about anything. But anyway, that all... That all takes place. And don't forget, if I, if, I'll tell you what, at the end of this show, stick around because at 10 o'clock, Fighting Irish Preview with Judge Phil Hauk and America's foremost authority on Notre Dame Fighting Irish Football, Tim Priester, will hit the airwaves at 10 a.m. And I'm sure there's a lot to talk about with that Florida State game. Ooh. And then now Toledo, the Rockets come a-calling to um, Notre Dame. So we'll uh, we'll see how, what happens there and uh, uh, see what uh uh, what they have to say. See what's uh, up after, you know, I watched that at uh, a game last week at 1802, Pub at 1802 ah, on Spy Run. That was, that was our uh, post-game baseball destination yeah. most of this year. Yeah. You could probably great recite place. the menu, yeah. <laughs> it's great. You know, once Notre Dame got up 18, I, you know, I told the wife, you know, we can probably start heading home. And, no, let's stick around for a little bit. And glad we did because we were there until the end of overtime. And it was a, it was a nail-biter. Because what a lot of people will say, yeah, they get up by 18, but don't go, don't go anywhere, don't go away. Yeah. Because Brian Kelly's the coach, <laughs> and he's gonna, yeah. And and so many people, well, he coaches not to lose instead of coaching to win and and, and step on your throat kind of a mentality. Uh, you know, that's you know debatable, but I, I, you know, it was admirable for Florida State. You know, put that quarterback in that oh, you know geez. hadn't seen the, uh, <laughs> you know, and. I, I don't think they they talked about anything else over the final fourth quarter and overtime. Other than incredible. That. Just yeah. incredible. Like, it's a great his, story. His but story. It, it, it just was just unbelievable. I mean, yeah, uh, you thought he was miracle. the second coming. I was sitting like in the den, and, and the wife was at a, at a 
you know, they had a fire pit going next door, and she was back and forth. Every time she'd come in the house, I'm complaining about these announcements. She goes, mute the TV. <laughs> so midway through the fourth, boop, hit the you mute, mute the button, TV. and I enjoy the rest of the game. But it's like, oh, my gosh. Anyway. Let's yeah. get to some scores. Yeah, let's shall do we it. before the before the show is over and uh, and we go. Hey. So let's take a look at the Summit Athletic Conference from last night. The Carroll Chargers, well, make it now three in a row with a big 54-21 victory over the Northrop Bruins. Chargers are for real. We had no idea those that dismissed the Chargers after that Week One loss to Lures. Holy cow! You still could end up being perhaps the two best teams in the SAC. Right, absolutely. I mean, did we see the SAC being decided in week one and nobody knew it? Uh, you know, still a lot of football to play, of course, but, you know, Carroll has done a great job moving past that Lures loss, and it was a back-and-forth game. They let it get away, but going to Snyder and getting a win and then following up that with with routes of Northside and Northrop, uh, big-time um, three-game winning streak for Carroll, but now it gets a little bit tougher. They go to Shields Field, will take mm-hmm. on the Saints next week. So it's another prove-it type game now here for Carroll as they enter week five. Bishop Lures, a 49-14 winner over the Concordia Cadets. Lures now the only unbeaten team in the conference at 4-0, and but Lures uh, established dominance early. They did. I mean, this was a game that never really was in doubt. Carson Clark had a big game. Sir Hale had a big game. Brody Glenn had a big game. So it was business as usual. For the Knights, now 4-0. They will head to Northside uh, at Chambers Field next Friday to take on the Legends as they try to stay undefeated. Sir Hale, 148 yards, a couple of touchdowns in that one. It was Northside over the Wayne Generals, 21-14. It's the Legends' first win of the season. First dub of the year, and this was a big one for Northside because you look at their schedule and you make so much about weeks one through three, Snyder, DeWanger, and Carroll. They now follow up in the next two weeks with Lures and Homestead. So without a win last night at Wayne Stadium, they were very uh, much stay looking at an 0-6 start. So for the Legends to get a win, Jonte Lambert, a big night, the junior running back. They got over 160 yards, three touchdowns. Uh, he was the catalyst in that one. Northside gets in the win column. And now Wayne, you look at and say now they're the, the lone winless team in the SAC, but, you know, they lose to Northrop by one. They were in it against Northside last night. Scored, what, 20 against DeWanger? Yeah, scored 27 against DeWanger. Yeah. I mean, they were competitive against Lures. So, you know, this is a very, very competitive 0-4 football team. They get Southside at home next week. The uh, Homestead Spartans, of course, uh, 37-21 winners over Bishop DeWanger in a game you heard right here on – and. Uh, Homestead, after that uh, stunning loss to Bishop Lures the week before on their home turf, came into Shields Field and uh, disrupted a homecoming and Hall of Fame night for the Bishop Dwanger Saints. Apart from Bishop Dwanger's first drive of the game, in which K.J. tipped an escape on an inside run for 58 yards for a touchdown, Homestead was really able to limit Bishop Dwanger offensively until the game was really put away, to be honest. And, you know, Dwanger was able to get us some touchdowns there in the second half, but it never really felt like they had a shot to come back. Homestead's bulk and size, particularly on the offensive front, just ground down Bishop Dwanger. You look at that defensive unit for Dwanger, very, very small by Dwanger standards. And they're quick, but when they face a team as big as Homestead, 
And this has kind of been their bugaboo over the last couple of years when they face a really physical, big, tough offensive front. They struggle. And, you know, the stat that jumps out to me is Bishop Dwanger since 2019 is 3 and 0 or 0 and 3, excuse me, against Homestead and 19 and 0 against everyone else in the SAC in the regular season. That's a, uh, a shocking stat to me. And also, the only two losses for Bishop Dwanger at Shields Field have been against Homestead. Yeah, it just shows and, and of course, um, you know, we've we've had some uh classics uh, with the Spartans and Saints anyway. I think last night was probably the largest margin of victory in a while. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, last year, of course, that, that one got away, you know, that fourth and 15 that Homestead was able to convert. Uh, the defender falls down. That was the three-overtime game. You know, it was fourth and 15 in OT, and uh, that was the instant classic. You know, the year before was a two-point decision. So it's been close, but Homestead has been able to get it done consistently against Bishop Dwanger, and I felt okay, we're going to have to go back a ways to find the last team that beat uh, Bishop Dwanger three straight times in the regular season. You really don't. Snyder was able to do it three straight years. Snyder, and that would have been that. Yeah. Yeah, so you don't have to go back too far. I think it was 2016 to 2018, I feel, was that three straight wins for Snyder. Moving over to the Northeast State Conference last night, the Columbia City Eagles, uh, I'll tell you what, putting the ball in the end zone uh, at will, uh, 49-21 over Huntington North. Uh, that's coming off uh, the week before when they scored 62 points against Belmont. But uh, the Eagles uh, can find that turf with the different colored uh, grass uh, quite often. <laughs> they can. Uh, Ethan Sievers, another big game last night. Stratton Fuller, the, the freshman for Columbia City that's going to be a name to watch over the next couple of years. He had a couple touchdowns, his first two of his career. Columbia City rolls again. They get to Calb next week at home before that uh, that late season, uh, you know, swoon where they have to go New Haven East, Noble, Leo, Norwell to close out the regular season. That's you know, in the last several years, really, when we find out just how good Columbia City is. East Noble over to Calb, forty-five to seven. Uh, no looking ahead for the Knights last night because they've got Leo coming to Kendallville next week, and. Uh, they took care of business last night, 45-7 to over the Barons. They did, uh, you know, the final tune-up before the big one next week against Leo and Xander Brazel, phenomenal game. The sophomore quarterback for East Noble, 9 of 14, 210 yards, four touchdowns, also rushed for a touchdown. Uh, it, it's going to come down, I feel, to the battle of the quarterbacks to, next week. Xander Brazel, Jackson Barber. It may be not a lot of plays that they have to make, but which one make the two or three key reads, key throws, key decisions to put their team over the hump next week. Speaking of Leo, they were victorious over the New Haven Bulldogs last night, 53-14. to 14. The usual uh, components of the Leo Lions took care of things again. They did. You know, run, you know massive run game. Wasn't able to slow it down. Uh, if you look at, at New Haven last night, you know, New Haven actually got ahead 8-0 in that game. But it was, you know, short serve, didn't last very long. Leo takes care of business. And uh, now we we really focus on what will decide the Northeast State next week, Leo and East Noble. And Norwell, after that uh, 41-7 thrashing at the hands of Leo, gets back and uh, puts it on Belmont 49-7. How about that? Norwell bouncing back after what was a surprising, you know, at least margin of loss last week. In terms of what, you know, we expected that game to be a little bit uh, more difficult. But Norwell rushes for 
close to 400 yards. Luke Graf leads the way for the Knights. A good bounce back week for Norwell. And uh, after we come back from break, we're going to break down the, uh, we'll give you the Allen County Athletic Conference scores as well as the NECC scores. And uh, while we go into break, I uh, got a text that came in on the Automotive Color and Supply text line that says, T.S., go Andre and 59ers. That's got to be Garrett Weejack. He doesn't, he doesn't identify himself, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's the former 59er himself. Uh, and, and I, I tell you what, Andrean is uh, quite the formidable program. Don't tell him I they, said <laughs> They may be the only team. Um, I don't know. I, I think there's a lot, you know, do they match up with Bishop Lewers is what I'm saying at some point. Um, I think they lost to a team out of Michigan and and then Merrillville. I think they played a 6A Merrillville team. Those are the two losses. So could we see an Andrean Lewers match up in the playoffs collision course wouldn't be surprised and of course if, if you're looking at it from the 6a perspective lures says ain't no thing <laughs> yeah right <laughs> well between lures and andrean they're the, the the two teams with all of class 2a's wins over 6a opponents this year there we go Four six eight six two automotive color and supply text line we're going to go ahead and step out take a break when we come back like I said, we'll break down the ACAC and NECC conferences. Then after the uh, break there, at the bottom of the hour, we're going to be talking with Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat as the Tin Caps wrap up the regular season tonight at 6.35 and tomorrow at 1 o'clock. So we'll talk to Mike about all of that. You're listening to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply on 1380 The Fan 100.9 FM. This season, it's Pigskin Picks. Log on to 1380thefan.com and pick every NFL game every week and play in the 1380 The Fan exclusive contest for weekly prizes. Win the most weeks and you score tickets to the 2022 Colts home opener at Lucas Oil Stadium in Indy. It's Pigskin Picks. Log on to 1380thefan.com and pick every NFL game all season long from 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Going through the home buying process can be stressful, but one key decision that shouldn't stress you out is who to contact for your insurance. There are hundreds of insurance companies and many specialize in specific type homes in unique situations. So it's always best to contact an independent insurance agent like Hoopy Insurance Services, who will compare many different companies to find the exact policy that will work for you. Hoopy Insurance Services has been serving area homeowners and business owners for 40 years, and they take great pride in personalizing each policy to be the right coverage for every situation without the shortcuts, loopholes, or gaps that could cost you money later. And it doesn't cost you extra to have an agent that's available by phone or even in person when you need to file a claim. Matt Hoopy is a second-generation owner that learned how important service is from his father. And for 40 years, the company continues to grow without sacrificing the personalized service the company was built on. Hoopy Insurance Services, online at hupe-insurance.com. They're family serving your family now for 40 years. Home improvement is daunting. These days, finding a business who checks all your boxes for materials, quality of work, warranty, and price can feel like a never-ending scavenger hunt. Alliance Exteriors is here to make your unique home improvement journey easier for you. Alliance Exteriors specializes in metal and shingle roofing, siding, windows, and patios. Alliance Exteriors promises to be your partners for life. From the time a team member arrives at your door to assess your home to years after the job is complete with our best-in-the-business lifetime warranties. Plus, all Alliance Exteriors 
jobs are done properly by licensed professionals so your warranty sticks. We invite you to look around at different companies. Alliance Exteriors is confident that after comparing quality of materials, quality of work, warranty, and price, you will give us a call. Contact us today at 260-908-5465. Check out our Facebook or visit AllianceExteriorsIN.com to schedule your free no-pressure estimate. At Alliance Exteriors, we are your partners for life. Warning. This product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Because there's only one you, Views Ulto is the vape as unique as you are. With Views by You, you can make your unique mix with any of four colors, three flavors, three nicotine levels, and infinite wrap designs. So how will you do you? Make Views Ulto a vape that is yours. In store now. Discover more at Views.com. Views. Charge beyond. Vapor products. Underage sale prohibited. Website and offers restricted to age 21 and over tobacco consumers. We're planning a trip to Spain later this year. But our Spanish uh... is pretty bad. So we're using Babbel. Babbel's conversation-based method teaches you real-life words and phrases. And with Babbel's interactive, bite-sized lessons, you'll remember what you learned. There's no easier way to learn another language. Ahora hablamos español. He just said, now we speak Spanish. Babbel, language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. Let's face it, replacing your heating and cooling system can be stressful. At Masters Heating and Cooling, they want to make your decision painless and worry-free, which is why they're offering special no-interest financing up to 72 months. And as a high-volume dealer, Masters Heating and Cooling uses their buying power to get special savings and passes those savings on to you. Save money and save on interest with 72-month financing available now. Turn to the experts and a new carrier heating and cooling system for Masters. Online at MastersHeatCool.com. Terms and conditions apply. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color and Supply. Saturday, September 11th, 2021. I'll tell you what, uh, we were talking about the Andrean 59ers as uh, we went into the break and. Uh, identified, uh, yeah, that this could be a potential postseason collision course between the Andre and 59ers and the Bishop Lewers Knights. And uh, the texter who, uh, now I'm I'm alleging, let's just call him Mr. Weejack, uh, <laughs> says, T.S., bring on Lewers with a whole lot of exclamations, A-H-S all the way. I will just respond with, be careful what you wish for. There you go. Yeah. Do you... With this lures team. Do you want that end? Do you really deep down want that? Yeah. Come on. We don't. Yeah. And another text that came in as well. Justin, this is one uh, that, that we talked about uh, just before the show started. It says, T.S. Can Snyder and Southside play later in the season? How does this affect final standings? Because, we'll, yeah. you know, those that, that aren't aware, uh, Southside was unable to play last night due to COVID uh, uh, restrictions. And uh, that game was canceled not to be rescheduled because they're they're just no Snyder's schedule's full the rest of the way, as are the, the Archers. I mean, I guess if, if they had to play it, they could play it in that bye week at the end of the season when 5A and 6A Well, true, yeah, 5A, 6A, that's, that's um, the only luxury there. But, you know, Southside's 4A, so, you know, they used to be 5A, but now they're 4A, so yeah. that doesn't really make sense. Uh, we were talking about it, so I don't think it affects anything because Snyder and Lures still play. 
And if they would tie, they would do head-to-head is the tiebreaker. A three-way tie, they usually will try to break it, but they'll go by head-to-head there. And Snyder's not tying with Southside for anything in terms of so so right. and and so I don't think it's affecting anything uh in the end because the first tiebreaker is always head to head and you know for that cancellation to to affect anything Snyder and Southside would have to tie atop the SAC and if there is a three-way tie are there are tri champs yeah they they'll try to break it if they can but you know the last time we had that, everybody went one and one against each other, so they just share it. So it's a tri champ. So no, tomorrow or la- last night's cancellation will not affect anything in the larger scheme in the SAC, unless somehow Snyder and Southside tie for the SAC championship. Four six eight six two Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, that 59er fan, uh, once again, nothing finer than them 59ers, and that's all I'm going to say on that text right there. Uh, so. Uh, We've got uh, also another texter that says, are you sure the Andrean texter isn't Dan Dockett? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Another pride of, of the Andrean 59ers. Uh, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Um, you know, here here's another text. Last night definitely showed the, the lack of parity in area high school football. Pretty much every game was over by halftime. And in in you know in the any uh, or in the any eight, the top four teams beat the bottom four teams and beat yeah. them handily. Yeah, you're gonna have weeks like that, right? I mean, when you looked at the schedule this week, there really wasn't a lot of sexy matchups. Let's be honest. So even with the bottom teams facing each other, there really wasn't anything exciting. So. I'm not about to to say through, you know, after one week, there's no parity. Um, but, you know, by and large, the good teams are the good teams. The not-so-good teams are the not-so-good teams. And, and that just uh, bleeds right through to the ACAC, except for maybe one game. Right. Seven. Uh, Adam Central being Adam Central. Um, three and one now in uh, in overall play. One and oh in, uh, in ACAC. Uh, the, the other games had... Uh, Carroll from Carroll County uh, beating Southern Wells 42-6, to six, uh, making Southern Wells the only winless team in the ACAC right now because of yeah. uh, what we're going to tell you about the Woodland Warriors. But um, Carroll uh, uh, from Flora is uh, now 4-0 and and having given up, I think, just 20 points in four contests. They're pretty solid. Maybe a team to watch in Class 1A that could be a, um, a potential matchup for Adam Central at some point down the road. The other scores had uh, South Adams 42 to 6 over Heritage. And we had a text that came in and says uh, South Adams looks solid and defeats Heritage 42 to 6, despite not having their starting quarterback center and wide receiver to injuries. Uh, the Starfires keep rolling 4 0 in the season. The young kids are playing well. Owen Warner, uh, QBing for his cousin. And, yeah. uh, you know, Another big night uh, for the Starfires. Yeah, Owen Warner, 238 yards through the air and a touchdown. A.J. Dole led South Adams in rushing, 77 yards, a pair of touchdowns. Silas Loesch, a pair of receptions, 113 yards and a score. So no Aiden Warner, no Mr. Plattner up front, no Trey Shock, and yet South Adams gets it done. But South Adams next two weeks on the road at Monroe Central, an undefeated Monroe Central team. And then at Adams Central, three and one Adams Central team. So 
South Adams has their biggest stretch of the season in the regular season coming up the next two weeks. And while, yes, they have some youngsters that have really stepped up, the quality of opponent jumps up significantly over the next two weeks. Yeah, Monroe Central, not in the ACAC, but uh, sometimes a thorn in the side yes, of those ACAC participants. Most definitely. So, yeah, it, it gets much, much more challenging for South Adams. And the other final score in the ACAC, Woodland over Bluffton, 32-19. to Didn't exactly see this coming, but Coach Smith and company now with their first dub of the season. This was the biggest surprise of the area last night, in my opinion. Jacob Snyder for Woodland throws for 401 yards on 29 of 35, passing three touchdowns. He rushed for a couple touchdowns. This was big for Woodland because, you know, this is a team that we looked at after getting, you know, torched by Heritage's. Other than Southern Wells, where is the win for Woodland in the regular season? They were able to get it in surprising fashion last night. Good on Mike Smith and that group for getting a win. Not just a dub, but also a dub against, you know, what many of us believe was the third best team in the ACAC. And the final game, as we uh, alluded to, um, you know, with, uh, with well, it, it, talking about the Woodland-Bluffton game, you know, and Bluffton, the coaches. uh uh, wearing the, uh, the Dwayne Eskridge, uh, the former standout for the Bluffton Tigers, now a receiver for the Seattle Seahawks. How about that? Right. I know a fair amount of uh, Bluffton coaches and, and personnel going down to the game tomorrow night or uh, tomorrow afternoon for uh, Colts Seahawks. Exciting. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Uh, had a text that came in and said there wouldn't be a tie if Snyder plays one less game. Very true. But from the loss true. perspective, loss yes. Perspective, just looking yes. at the loss perspective, it was if it's a one loss That's what uh, situation, go do, then the, do they go to winning percentage? You know, yeah, so. they won't decide it by winning percentage because of one less game. They're going to decide it by losses. So if they tie with one loss, then they'll break it head to head. So no, the winning percentage won't come into play. Brett gets up pretty early in the morning. <laughs> but, uh, he does. Do you think he ever sleeps on on these Not high school all. football weekends? No, no. I just see. I don't think so. I think he's just you know, wide eyed the whole time. He's he's ready. He probably has his coffee and then yeah, right. Anyway. Absolutely. But yeah, they won't break it by winning percentage. They're not going to punish Snyder for not playing that game. There you go. Yeah. That's basically what we're saying. Good point. Let's uh, let's roll quickly through the NECC and then uh, we have to head to a break. But the scores from last night around the NECC had Angola beating West Noble 38-10. to Hornets now 2-2 two and two overall. But that was a conference game. That was a big division game. They're 1-0 in that. Central Noble. How about those Central the Noble Cougars? 28 to nothing over Prairie Heights. The Cougs are 4-0, Justin. Hayden Kilgore getting it done with the Cougs. And uh, that's, uh, you know, Will Hoover's phenomenal. You look at uh, the group they have up there. Preston Diffendorfer is really solid for Central Noble. It's a big group, and it's exciting for Central Noble now 4-0 and for the first time in, in quite some time. I can't remember the last time they were 4-0. I think you have to go back all the way back to maybe 03, 02, 03, 2003 with Coach Tipton. So it's been a minute for Central Noble. Good for them. And speaking of 4-0, and so is Eastside. The yes. Blazers beat Cherubusco 20-13, to 13, but this is the closest margin of victory they've had this season where the Eagles gave them all they wanted. It was a very good game in Turtletown last night. Laban Davis, you know, once again, you can just mention him every week. Sure. You know, close to 300 yards of total offense. But Nick Nondorf, a couple touchdowns for Cherubusco, including a long one there that brought 
Cherubus go within one score again there late, but just couldn't get that defensive stop to get the ball back in the closing minutes. But um, yeah, Eastside looking looking very impressive and hard pressed with uh, you know outside of an upset to see them falling. But you know, week eight against Central Noble could that be a battle of undefeateds at that point? Could very well be. Other scores had Fairfield beating Fremont fifty one to twelve. Uh, that's Fairfield's first victory of the season. Uh, surprising that it took this long, considering Fairfield went undefeated in the regular season last year, but. Fairfield gets that win number one, hopefully gets them going as they enter division play in the NECC. And Krista Pugh and the Garrett Railroaders sit atop the big division in the northeast corner after a 28 to nothing shutout of Lakeland. Uh, they're now 1-0 in conference play, but 3-1 and overall. That's a convincing win for me for Garrett because you look at a Lakeland team that, yeah, Cherubusco was shorthanded when they played, but Busco only beat them by one. And so I felt that Lakeland was going to have a little bit more difficulty with Lakeland on the road. But Garrett pitches the shutout, their second shutout in four games to start the year. So that defense playing well and a good start for Garrett in what you look at in the NECC big division as really truly a wide open division where you can make a case for Garrett, Angola, and maybe even Fairfield at the top of that division. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply, text line 46862. Put TS in front of your message. And uh, uh, there's someone that says, uh, you know, mentions lures and, you know, former quarterback uh, Eric Smith. What a guy. He's yeah. A, yeah. Blast from the past. What an athlete that that guy. And he's with our uh, armed services. I believe he's an Army yep. Ranger. Yeah. So, uh, well, I used to, used to play against his dad. Really? But his dad played in the senior league. And you talk about a pitcher. His dad used to pitch for Notre Dame. Really? Yeah. yeah. Nice. 46862, Automotive Color and Supply. Text on 46862. We're going to go ahead and step out of, and take a break and come back with Mike Nutter. But before we do that, I want to tell you about my friends at Culligan. If you've got a water softener, if it's in the corner, if you don't know much about it, call Culligan today, 484-8668. That's 484-8668. $29.95 is all you're going to pay for a complete water softener inspection. Doesn't have to be a Culligan, can be any brand, maker, model. And if you don't know anything about it, this is, believe me, this is $29.95 well spent. They will come out, do a little water test on it, make sure all the connections are good, make sure everything is, is working as it should. If it is, they'll let you know. They'll tell you. If it isn't, they'll give you some suggestions, of course. But you get peace of mind knowing that your water softener is doing what it's supposed to do in that dark corner next to the sump pit in your basement or over in the corner of your garage by the cobwebs and spider webs and everything yeah yeah don't go in there have have color culligan will come in there and they will inspect 484-8668 give culligan a call and give your people culligan water we'll be right back NFL Week 1 is here. The fridge is stocked. The recliner is ready. Now all you need to do is log on to FanDuel Sportsbook and claim your risk-free bet. That's right. FanDuel is giving all customers a risk-free bet just in time for Week 1 of the NFL season. Take a look at all those great unders this week. I think there's a lot of offenses that are going to struggle because a lot of the starting quarterbacks didn't play in the preseason. Go with the unders. I even like the under in the Seattle-Indianapolis game. Join FanDuel Sportsbook. If you haven't, it's the number one sportsbook in America. Easy to use, fast 
best payouts. And remember, in week one, I'm taking unders. You can also throw some action on a prop bet or build a same-game parlay bet. So many ways to play. New to FanDuel Sportsbook? Sign up today. Use promo code WKJG to also receive a risk-free bet up to $1,000. That's promo code WKJG. 21 plus and present in Indiana. First online real money wager only. Refund issued is not available site credit that expires in seven days. Max refund $10. Restrictions apply. See full terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT. The pitch is moving up a day. Antonio's Animation Studio needs a 3D designer today. What are we going to do? Someone who's as artistic as they are organized. But how are we going to get all this done? What about what about the production schedule? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. Screen for quality candidates with the skills your role needs with Indeed Assessments. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Tired of waking up hot and uncomfortable? Start sleeping cool on the Temper Breeze by Tempur-Pedic. It's engineered with a revolutionary cooling system that pulls excess heat away from your body to help you sleep deeper all night and wake up more refreshed every morning. The Tempur-Pedic Summer of Sleep ends soon. Don't miss our best offer of the year and your chance to get your best sleep of the summer. All Tempur-Pedic mattresses are on sale with savings up to $700 on adjustable mattress sets. Learn more at Tempur-Pedic.com. Are you currently working in construction, farming, or similar jobs and looking to get into a more stable and rewarding career instead? Well, listen up. Paul Davis, the industry leader in recovery, reconstruction, and restoration, is growing and has opportunities for you to get on board and grow with them. Now hiring project managers, technicians, carpenters, and more. See for yourself why so many employees with Paul Davis of Northeast Indiana have enjoyed long-term and stable careers with plenty of opportunities for advancement. At Paul Davis, you will enjoy the family atmosphere and ever-changing work environment. You'll earn highly competitive pay and benefits. Ready to learn more? Text the word PAUL to 46862 now to discover the opportunities and apply now. Text PAUL, P-A-U-L, to 46862 to start the process on starting a rewarding career you'll be proud of with Paul Davis of Northeast Indiana, the restoration leader. Learn more and apply today. Visit whycallpaul.com or text PAUL to 46862 from your phone. Paul Davis is an equal opportunity employer. The Brockman Heating and Air Conditioning Promise. On time, done right, or it's free. Brockman's your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. That's over 60 years strong since 1957 serving homeowners in the Fort Wayne area. And Brockman's has the most experienced techs to help you decide if you should repair or replace your unit. 423-4331. Call your independent American standard heating and air conditioning dealer. Brockman's Heating and Air Conditioning. On time, done right, or it's free. 423-4331. Now back to Talking Sports with Jim Shovlin on Fort Wayne Sports Station, 1380 The Fan and 100.9 FM. Welcome back to Talking Sports presented by Automotive Color Supply. Along with Justin Kenny from OPS and OutsideTheHuddle.net, I'm Jim Shovlin. Thanks for tuning in as we're talking local sports of all sorts until the top of the hour at 10 o'clock. Have a question, comment, opinion, suggestion, rant, etc.? Hey, do so via the Automotive Color and Supply text line at 46862, 46862. Put TS in front of your message. Had a, uh, an interesting text that came in right as we hit the break. Says, what's your opinion of the SAC with the 2A and 3A schools playing 5A and 6A schools? In my opinion, consistently they cannot compete with the higher class schools. Um, you have Bishop Lures, You have Concordia, uh, who are, you know, the, the 3As. Uh, playing and now and in lures in this case beating 6a schools so uh you know in in concordia has done so in the past as well but um 
Your thoughts quickly, Justin? Well, uh, it's not a problem. Bishop Lures wants to play that schedule, and they've beaten two 6A teams, and so they're fine this year, and consistently they can compete. But it also prepares them for the 2A playoffs. Uh, you know, and and com- same thing with Concordia. You know, a couple of years ago, they're, uh, like you said, like a, a f- you know a crossbar away from beating Homestead, and they go and win the state championship. Mm-hmm. And a big part of that is being prepared each and every week against higher-class opponents. So, um, you know, neither have a problem with playing that. Now, when they're down, it it's unfortunate. But at the same time, there's really no better alternative out there. And, look, it helps them more than it hurts them year by year. 46862 Automotive Color and Supply text line. Let's go to the... Talking Sports phone line, powered by Fireplace City County Federal Credit Union, because on the Talking Sports phone line is Fort Wayne Tin Caps President, Mr. Mike Nutter. Mike, good morning, sir. Good morning. Thanks for fitting a little baseball talk in amongst all this great high school football conversation. You know, actually, in this period, baseball is heating up right now. And, uh, well, now some of the uh, some of the major league Playoff races are already pretty much decided on uh, the, some of the combatants and uh, running away and hiding, but uh, others uh, not so fast. So uh, it, it should be interesting. But let's talk about the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, Mike. And and I guess as we finish the season, of course, we got a 6:35 and um, a culmination of a very difficult but yet very gratifying season for you and the staff and everybody that made tin caps baseball come back and give people in northeast indiana some normalcy in in otherwise trying times and uh con- and congratulations for that and thank you but uh uh i guess my first question to you mike is what are your biggest takeaways from this 2021 season Oh, man, Uh, they didn't forget about us when we were gone. (laughs) You know, uh, people still wanted to get back to the ballpark, to Parkview Field, to see their friends, to be a part of the community that is Tin Caps Baseball and minor league sports in northeast Indiana. And uh, you know what? It was the, the fans have been so great. Words that you used were perfect. I mean, difficult one. rewarding and satisfying as well. I mean, we missed all of last year. We never could have imagined that. We never want to go through anything like that again. Financially, it's still going to take a couple more years to recover, but that's fine. The fans have been so awesome. From the beginning, when they were fired up and mad at me because Major League Baseball said they had to wear masks and, and socially distance and things like that, but the people that were out there at the beginning we're a couple thousand strong, but it was a lot like the old playoffs where there might only be two or three thousand, but they sounded like six or eight. And uh, tonight's the night where we're selling standing room only tickets already. Mm. Uh, we'll be over 7,000 people uh, for our last fireworks show night of the year. And then tomorrow we come back at 105 with plenty of tickets available. The people have been great, uh, meaning the fans. We never would have gotten to this point. Without the fans last year, you allowed me to come on talking about meal kits and things like this to get us through the long summer and winter that was last year. Uh, The sponsors that said, yeah, we'll roll over our payments. You know, we don't need to get our money back right now for the 2020 season. And I'm thinking, good, because we don't have it to give you back. And it was really gratifying for the staff to hear some of the conversations that we did with people saying 
you know, hey, you guys have been a leader and a beacon downtown and in the community for 12 years, and then a lot more than that with the Wizards, and just roll that money over. We'll figure it out later. You know, uh, you guys are on tough times. We'll, we'll get through this thing together. There was some really emotional things, and then my friend, the leader in the dugout, you know, Anthony Contreras, I wouldn't have wanted to go through this with anybody else because he's just so consistent. He's an incredible communicator. Yeah, we all wish we would have won more games, especially early in the year when the guys, some of the guys were just not uh, doing their role at the time. But they've, they've worked to that now. If we were in the old half schedule, half season stuff, I think it would be like a game out in the second half. But Anthony, you know, riding the ship down there, and really all of our players buying in, Jim, you know, um, minor league baseball has worked incredibly hard during the season and the off season. I'm talking about the players. And there's times where they go out and have fun, you know, all on the up and up, all above board, legal stuff. But this year, you know, at first it was, you know, for months, hey, you can't go out to restaurants, you can't go out to bars. When you're on the road, everybody's going to eat in a hotel together in hotel rooms. And to a man, every player down there, you know, they want to get to the big leagues. And they lost their seasons last year. So it's been neat. Uh, it's been an incredible blessing. There's been challenges. You know, we've had full-time staff members uh, get COVID during the season. That you know, we've we've done everything as much as we can, following everything above board and by the book. And so those people are quarantined, and they're telling me, you know, hey, no, we're already thin. Just let me come back. And it's like, no, it doesn't work that way. A couple people in the team traveling party that were quarantined you know, throughout this thing. And, again, we were not going to skirt rules. We signed up for this at the beginning saying, hey, this is going to be difficult to get through. Uh, and we have two home games left, and the boys go on the road. I'm not aware of a game in the high A Central that has been uh, called at this point for COVID, and that's pretty remarkable. Wow. Yes, indeed. And, and you know, you, you talked about the – the partners, the corporate partners of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, uh, you know, early on saying, just just roll, we don't want our money back, let's just roll it over. And you, you can paint that picture throughout professional sports in Fort Wayne that so many of our local corporate partners thought enough of professional sports in Fort Wayne that they were, they were you know, okay with doing that. And they were being supportive in doing that. And I'm talking, you know, uh, myself from the Mad Ants. Uh, a, a, a buddy of mine is uh, the, the group sales coordinator for the Comets, Mitch Meinholz. It, it's same thing, you know, that that the the advertisers and partners are the people that are the unsung heroes here with the Tin Caps, the Comets, the Mad Ants, all, and they should be those that. I mean, you know, you always say, hey, patronize your sponsors. Yes. But in a very large way, these people, plus season ticket holders, have said, oh, yeah, just roll my money over. We're, we're, yep. we're in for the long haul. They can't get enough of our kudos and our appreciation from a professional sports standpoint, uh, especially this year when things are tough. And, and, and sometimes you just, you know, you're, you're wondering how long it's going to take maybe to dig out of, of, of what the pandemic caused. But it's these local partners. We wouldn't partners. be here without them. No. We wouldn't be, you know, I mean, we would not be. Yeah, we, all the three teams would have made it because we're well run and financially sound. But you're just, we're, we're not here. And, and people saying that stuff, you're exactly right. Hey, we'll figure it out later. 
you guys got a lot to deal with. You know, some of our partners did well during the pandemic. They'd rather not have had to go through it. But, you know, hey, we'll figure it out. Just you know that you're good. Know that we'll be there when this is over. And you hear that stuff. And there was just so many conversations. And, you know, a rep would think, oh, I'm going to probably have a tough one. You know, I, I, I really get along with this partner. But, you know, they're tough on me. And they'd call and they'd walk into my office. And I'd say, I can tell that's a good look. Oh, the guy said, we're not worried about that now. You take care of your family, and we'll figure it out next spring. And it just, I mean, it yeah. it really, not just the financial part, but like when we were struggling with so much stress and anxiety and uncertainty, and, you know, I'm the local leader of the group with a lot of help, obviously, but, like, you know, I'm, I'm losing sleep at night going, how are we going to get through this? And then... Uh, you know, the owners of these franchises that committed to people and their health benefits and different things like that because there was just so much uncertainty. And, you know, obviously we're not all the way through it now, especially for you guys that are coming back in the fall and winter sports. But, you know, Lord willing, we'll, 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 we'll get through this last wave if this is it. And then, man, we can just keep going. But we're going to end the year right around 4,000 fans a game. Obviously, the folks that have listened to us over the years know normally it's six. There's no complaining here. We mm-hmm. couldn't have done six because we weren't open, you know, to full capacity until, you know, the end of June. And so we are so appreciative of everybody that spent their money and their time out there at Parkview Field this year. It's been another awesome year. I got kind of emotional last night when I watched Melissa Herring's version of the year-end video that we put out the last couple of games, and you're just thinking about, oh, looking back, in some ways it feels like May 4th was just a couple weeks ago for opening night, and then in some ways it feels like it was years ago because there's been so many. Driving home a few weeks ago, I thought to myself, are we going to be able to get through this? You know, I was hearing about the mm-hmm. spike and all this stuff, and you're just, we've all learned, uh, as cliche as it is, kind of focus on what we can control and appreciate our coworkers and those great partners that, that love to support Mad Ants, Comets, and Tin Caps. We're talking this morning with Mike Nutter, president of the Fort Wayne Tin Caps, in our weekly Tin Caps chat. And the Automotive Color and Supply text line is open at 46862. 46862, put TS in the front of your message. Mike had a text that came in, and I will read it verbatim. It says, will the silly cashless policy still be a thing next season? Absolutely kills concession workers in the tip jar. I'll let you go first. Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, if I had to guess, yes, it will be in effect. I can tell from that person that, you know, that they're not a fan of it. Um, I would also let them know that at all the uh, concession bars, our good friend Tom LaBarbera that's probably listening. <laughs> yes, he is. On this morning when I was on my morning walk, um, you know, there's still a tip jar set out there for people that have cash. And then when they sign their credit card, uh, bill with Tom or any of the other places, they can add a tip to it just like a normal bar or restaurant. And so I understand some frustration when things change. If I had to guess, it will be back. That's still under consideration. We'll figure that out later. I know that I read a thing over the weekend that I think it said 28 of the NFL stadiums have gone cashless for this year. Mm-hmm. You know, I was called everything from a socialist and a communist for going cashless. At the beginning of the year, we just didn't want the money that had touched hand, 10 different hands. You know, there's also other things that are in play in that. It's not a money grab for us. We're not getting more money out of this. But we would have four, five, six people counting money hours into the night. 
There's been two minor league teams that I were aware of that I am aware of that have been held up in their money room and employees leaving, going to do a nightly bank drop. So I understand the frustration of that person. Uh, we also tell them they can they can get you know the loaded tickets, gift cards, any of that kind of stuff. But I get it. I understand. Yeah, and all you have to do is Google the journey of a dollar bill and and find yeah. out how many hands have touched that, how many, I mean, believe it or not, how many mouths these dollar bills have yeah. been in, one's five cents. It, it just, it, it, and, and when now we're talking about social distancing and washing hands and wearing masks and things so that we don't transmit anything to anyone else, but yet our currency is such that it goes and goes and goes and it goes from you know sea to shining sea and yeah. it is uh it, it's let me it, jump real quick too i think that's a fair text and people know that i'll take the hard ones and the easy ones and the fun ones and the you know to the fan that that texted that uh, this isn't some cliche appeal you know we care about you there's a method to a lot of this stuff and it, it's uh, sometimes there are decisions sometimes they're not this one was ours at the suggestion I believe of major league baseball the Coliseum has gone to clear bags. They got a major uproar when that happened. You know, we haven't gone that way yet. It doesn't mean that we won't. It doesn't mean that we don't support their decision to do that. You know, there's a lot of stuff in play here. Our team in Columbia, was it in Savannah when we were there, maybe after we moved it to Columbia, literally held up at gunpoint. They took thousands of dollars. You know, the money's replaceable by insurance or just by future games. But the impact on those employees, my wife used to run a retail store. She would do uh, money drops, and I would meet her around the holiday season all the time because it was easy to figure out, wait a minute, this five-foot-two lady's carrying out a big bag after work. Or I'll just follow her and see where they're going. There's other stuff to it. We appreciate the question. We never want to make it harder on the fans or anything like that. We're still planning the thing that came up a couple weeks ago. There's almost... So many, well, there's so many teams now. I think it was a bunch of NFL teams again said for this year, we're only going e-tickets, no paper tickets ever again. That's not our plan. Right now, there's still the nostalgia. There's a lot of print at home and online tickets. Don't get me wrong. But we plan on continuing off the offer the paper for the foreseeable future for those of us that are old school, Jim. Let's call it that instead of just old. Or seasoned, yes. Yeah. Seasoned. I like that one even better. <laughs> yeah, I've had a lot of experience uh, uh, trying to make that sound nice. You know, <laughs> well, Mike, thank you for uh, answering the, the bell every single Saturday morning during the season. Once again, you you as well as uh, Michael Franke, Tim Baum, never uh, will dodge a text that is on here, and we know that, and we appreciate all the transparency that occurs, and, and the listeners know that as well. So if they have the tough questions, they know they can ask it. We'll forward that on, and and, and you guys all uh, take this, the stand and, and answer honestly and candidly, and we appreciate that. But uh, to get through this season like you did with your leadership, thank you from this community. Thanks so much. That means a lot. You and Justin mean the world to me. Let me come on and answer, uh, you know, the longer format questions and stuff. It's been a blast. If people want to come out one more time, 635 tonight with fireworks, standing room only, 105 tomorrow with all kinds of great tickets and wrap up another awesome year at Parkview Field. Thanks so much, guys. I really appreciate and love you guys. And 
all the support all year. All right, and let's do this again next year, huh? For sure. The age, the paperwork, and we can, as long as we can get the same fee, we'll just do it again next year. <laughs> all right, deal. Okay, Mike, thank you. That's going to just about do it for talking sports. However, we had another text that came in. Uh, it says, uh, T.S., Shove, you are so correct on Sam Tallarico. Sam and I ushered on the same team for over 20-plus years at St. Jude's in September, January, and May. He was a very caring individual who would always ask about my family, would always see him at Hall's back. Podcasts by Federated Media.